In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. A wise man once said, you are what you love. What you love, what you want, what you desire will shape your character and mold who you are. And what those around you love and want will affect what you yourself want. What you attend to will change what you love. And knowing this, St. Paul, when he writes to the Philippians, labors to stir up in them love for the right things. It is my prayer, he says, that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. And then he sets about showing them just what is truly excellent. Paul begins by setting before them his own example, the example of his own life, sharing his own desire that even in prison, where he was when he was writing this letter to the Philippians, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die gain. His unspoken desire for the Philippians is that they too would come to imitate his example, to be able to say in one voice with him, to me, to live is Christ. St. Paul goes on to use athletic and political imagery to encourage the Philippians to stand firm in their newfound faith, to shape their whole way of life around this new faith that they have found in Jesus. Like Paul, they are engaged in conflict, grappling, as it were, with adversaries as if they were athletes or even gladiatorial combatants. And Paul's hope for them is that they will continue, as he says, standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. The precise nature of the Philippians' struggle is unstated, but it does seem clear that they are facing opposition because of their faith in the Lord Jesus. After all, when Paul himself visited Philippi for the first time, he was beaten and thrown in prison. And while the Philippians might not be facing such overt persecution, they would certainly still face the common struggle of all Christians against the world, the flesh, and the devil, against old ways of life, against old habits of thought, old objects of love. To inspire them in their struggle, Paul uses language he knows will resonate with those who lived in the city of Philippi, which was a Roman colony with special privileges for its citizens and whose citizens were proud of their Roman citizenship. He says, our citizenship is in heaven. And he urges the Philippians to 
do their duty as good citizens of the heavenly city, to live lives worthy of Christ and his kingdom. In other words, he seeks to redirect their love of their earthly city into a love of their eternal home, the heavenly city, New Jerusalem. And this brings us to our passage. Paul's purpose is to call the Philippians to show forth their heavenly citizenship in their lives, living lives marked by unity, godly love, and above all, humility. Be like-minded, he tells them, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Or as the great 19th century Anglican theologian and bishop, J.B. Lightfoot paraphrases, live in unity among yourselves, animated by an equal and mutual love, knit together in all your sympathies and affections, united in all your thoughts and aims. Do nothing to promote the ends of party faction, nothing to gratify your own personal vanity, but be humble-minded and esteem your neighbors more highly than yourselves. Let not every man regard his own wants, his own interests, but let him consult also the wants and interests of others. Why is Paul, do you think, so concerned with the unity of the church at Philippi? It's not, I think, that the Philippians are engaged in an active conflict, unlike the church in Corinth, say, but that he wants them to flourish, to be the have the, the best life that they can have as, as the church. And he recognizes that human nature being what it is, unity cannot be taken for granted, but must be actively nurtured and defended. And it's to this end that he exhorts the Philippians to cut out any trace of either party spirit or of vainglory, to refrain from either exaltation of the self or the exaltation of party. We might add that that goes even in an election year. Rather, he says, in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. And that leads me to wonder what difference it might make if the churches in America took St. Paul's words to heart. If we did what he says and put aside all partisanship and pride. I wonder if this would make for the healing of our nation. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. St. Paul is here speaking of a fundamental shift, a radical change that he wants to see in what 
the Christians at Philippi love, a shift in the objects of their love. His words describe the distinction between the love of self and the love of God. Years later, St. Augustine drew on this distinction in his image of two cities, the city of God and the city of this world. The city of God, he says, is characterized by the power and excellence of humility, living by the divine law, which says that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. In contrast, he says, the city of this world is characterized by pride, a city which aims at dominion, which holds nations in enslavement, but is itself dominated by that very desire to dominate. The two cities, Augustine says, were created by two kinds of love. The earthly city was created by self-love, reaching to the point of contempt for God. The heavenly city was created by the love of God, carried as far as contempt of self. The earthly city glories in itself. The heavenly city glories in the Lord. Now, if we are to live as citizens of that heavenly city, if we are to glory in the Lord, then we must look to him, the king and founder of that city, and imitate him. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, says St. Paul. Again, as Bishop Lightfoot paraphrases, reflect in your own minds the mind of Christ Jesus. Be humble as he also was humble, who says St. Paul, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself of no reputation, emptied himself, divested himself of the glories of heaven, and took upon him the form of a servant. It was made in the likeness of man. Nor was this all, Being found in human form, he humbled himself yet more and became obedient unto death, and not just any death, but death on the cross, crucified as the lowest malefactor is crucified. Christ Jesus embodies the power and excellence of humility. He is the humble king, the master of all, who became the slave of all, that we might be free. Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. He calls us to imitate his humility, to participate in his lowliness of mind. He says, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you must be your servant, 
and whoever be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Christ's humility is the antidote to our pride. And St. Paul sets Christ Jesus before us that we might reflect in our own lives as in a mirror his life of humility. That our lives would be configured to Christ's life. That his mind might be our mind. That his loves would become our loves. That we would love as he first loved us. For we are what we love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.